G'day, mate. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Energize. Barry, how are you doing? Um, Ross, right now I'm doing brilliantly, man. Yeah. Did you stay up and watch UFC 243 in Australia? Um, to be honest, I actually fell asleep as it was leading up to it, but uh, obviously I rewatched it back because that's has, what you meant to do. Has to be done, has to be done. Yeah. So if you are new to the Energize podcast, good day. <laughs> and if you're returning Energize, Watcher slash listener. <laughs> uh, welcome back. A bigger good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Try some shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> okay. Oh, we had a serious fix of UFC 243, didn't we? We did, man. We did. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yeah. Oi, oi, oi. There we have it. So so this is a big one, Ross. This is yeah. a big one. Look, uh, as we said last week, we thought that Adesanya would win the title. Yeah. Um, we both were Rob Whitaker fans just because of... He's our mate. He's our mate. So you can't go against your mate, but... Uh, Adesanya proved something that uh, I don't think has been proven before. The entrance, first of all, we start off with. Yeah, what was that? Absolutely incredible. It was so entertaining. I was like, a break dance dancer. moves. Yeah. And like the flip and everything. I was yeah. like, no, the flip was yeah. what put it over the edge of brilliance. It was. It was It was one of those moments where you're like, if Sir Alec Ferguson was watching this, he'd be like, do you remember when uh, Nanny used to the backflips and he scored and Ferguson was like, stop doing the backflips. You're going to injure yourself. I was watching him like, what confidence, you know what I mean? Like, he, not only did he have to go out and like try and win the world title, but yeah, he had to make sure he didn't make a show of himself doing like getting the routine wrong. Yeah, in front of like fifty-five thousand people. Um, if you actually really enjoyed that event as well, make sure to give us a like and don't forget to subscribe. Uh, but this show is called "Is the Stylebender a Bigger Star Than Conor McGregor?" Um, Ross, from the entrance, what do you think? It's probably the best UFC entrance of all time. Yeah. Um, if not definitely top three uh, just like the dance moves are incredible I, although my one critique of it I thought the dancers at the start the three lads I thought they were sort of dancing for a bit of a long time by themselves before Adesanya came out I was like I do, yeah. what is this Yeah. but like once Adesanya came out and they started doing like the sort of yeah, draw, I was like, that's yeah. that slick. Yeah. It was so, so well done. Yeah, it's a, it was impossible to know exactly what was happening because nothing like that has ever happened. Yeah. And in the build-up on the Embedded, there was no giving away that Stylebender was planning on doing this. No. This it, is a big event. He's really launched himself into like the stratosphere of top-of-the-range performers and fighters. He has. Like, not only from a skill standpoint, but from a superstar standpoint. I mean, like that's something that's going to be on... like. ESPN top five moments of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's officially a superstar in. He is. What's and it? What's it? No, Oceanic. Yeah, the Oceanic region. Yeah, between Australia, New Zealand, and sort of those countries, Fiji or wherever else. Yeah, uh, Ariel Hawani said as well in the build up to this fight, Stallbander, if he won, which he has done, he can now sell out arenas all over the world. Whereas like Robert Whitaker was really coming, like he let the fans down twice, having to pull out twice, like uh, stuff like that happens, but. Look also, there was nothing. You weren't dying to see the next Robert Whittaker interview. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no. some people don't really like Stylebender. Some people think he's a bit cringy or like the stuff he says is a bit sort of almost scripted in a way. Yeah. But he's entertaining, and especially yeah. inside the octagon, and that's where it really matters. Yeah. Exactly. That's what loads of people say. It's either like if you have an opinion, or like whether it be good or bad, you still have an opinion. Whereas in Rob Whittaker, people would only just like there's no negative. Yeah. yeah there's no. I don't, I, no one disliked Robert Whittaker. But exactly, like, yeah. He didn't actually make people like him either, if that makes yeah, sense. He was yeah. just, he was too, like, straight-laced, wasn't he? Yeah. Just like, 
He's almost too nice of a guy. Yeah. And if you look back at it as well, like Whitaker did also used to fight in the welterweight division. Uh, I know he was the middleweight champ, but like Adesanya could almost move up if he really wanted it. Yeah, definitely. He does look like quite skinny, but he is definitely longer, really tall. And he has a frame to put on the muscle mass. Yeah, I know. And he's now still still undefeated in the UFC. Um, this card was built around those two. Like, yeah. it had nothing else really. It had like other Australian talent on the card, like your Toy Two Vasa, Dan Hooker, etc. But no one was buying this card in pay per view to see anything but this middleweight clash. No, not at all. Um, like, obviously, it didn't go really the plan for the Australians over there. I know Dan Hooker; he's mm. obviously news from New Zealand, but uh, like Toy Two Vasa lost the other heavyweight lost as well. Oh yeah, Whitaker but I think lost. they're happy enough that they have Adesanya. You know what I mean? I think they're gonna claim him as their yeah. own yeah. and look Con- do you notice Conor McGregor was like Instagramming him loads yeah I was like what's up with that yeah, he said go on Izzy yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. I thought it was quite strange I thought maybe it's obviously they're signed to the same management agency but do you feel like Conor McGregor's after like putting a lot of money into this ma- management agency now and like he's has a piece of the pie there yeah I feel like he does because he's 100% pr- promoting the power down in fires yeah like, yeah, like, as we were saying now, we, I think Adesanya has overtaken the mantle of the biggest superstar in the UFC right now because he's so active. Yeah. The thing is now we don't know what he's, what's he going to do next. Is he going to take some time off? Because he said he was going to take, take some time off leading yeah. into this fight, which he didn't. But um, where, he, fought, he fought, what, six times in the last two years. Yeah, where do you think he goes from here now? Because the middleweight division now, it's sort of, it's a bit of a old man's hunting ground. Like Romero, mm. Jacare. No, it's it's actually quite a strange one because obviously him and Paolo Costa are sort of lined up to fight each other next. And not many people know Paolo Costa. That's what I mean. He's he's going to carry Paolo Costa promotionally yeah. through the fight. And then I suppose he could fight with Yoel Romero if Yoel Romero wins a fight if they really want to do that fight. But that's almost... Yoel Romero is like a very large threat to Adesanya's hope. They probably yeah. won't do that. Yeah. And then Cannoneer is there as well. But I, I don't really see them being like Cannoneer versus Adesanya because again Adesanya will have to carry the promotional you know what I mean you almost need someone who will you know rival him promotionally yeah the only thing with the Costa thing they had him there in Australia they had the interaction back and forth after the fights so therefore it sort of gives them the you know that highlight package to show when they're about to fight each other well as I know you did mention Romero but like if Romero holds off for like another year. He's like he'll be like forty four, like pushing fifty. Like also, we got that twenty seven million dollars payout. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's happy. Out. One thing we haven't even mentioned, um, we're like seven minutes into the, the, this podcast, is that the performance itself. He absolutely outclassed Whitaker. I thought Whitaker's game plan was atrocious. Yeah. What did you think? Not one shot for a takedown at any stage. Not even a hint of him. I know. I don't. I, I, it was more like you're, you can't take your eyes off Adesanya. Like no. the way, the, every, everything he does is so like, it's like, it's like okay, obviously this might be a bit harsh, but like if two girls walk into a room and one's like an absolute model and the other one's like, looks like me, you're obviously going to stare at the model. Like, you know what I mean? That's the way. It's just like, oh, you can't take your eyes off him. Whereas Whitaker is more like, he was overreaching almost in a way. And oh, Adesanya is so long. He was looking to sort of take a shot to give his own shot. Yeah. And it was never the way to be. Yeah. Adesanya almost finished at the end of the first. And then, yeah. When he finished him, it was it was actually quite devastating, wasn't it? Yeah. It was um, like Masvidal versus Till, wasn't it? When he just landed, it was like, and that's all she wrote. Yeah. I mean, and like not a mention of a rematch. 
Oh, definitely not. Whitaker took like a champ after as well. Like, I mean, shout out to Rob Whitaker yeah. as well. Like, well, that's one thing I don't like about Adesanya. I thought the way he acted post fight about Whitaker, he was like, "Is my nose bleeding?" Because Rob's is. It's like Rob Whitaker's a nice guy. There's actually zero <laughs> reason to rub, rub that in. I know, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Like. Uh, Adesanya is changing the game. I feel like this is the new wave. Like I think Conor McGregor's time of being a champ has come and gone. Um, Adesanya is now the new guy. Like previously, it was like Anderson Silva, um, George St. Pierre. Yeah. This sort of goes on. I feel like this is the new face. The way he speaks up, like, uh, like perfectly as well. There's no Adesanya is the face that runs the place. Yeah. So do you agree, Conor? Like he's bigger star than Conor he, McGregor he has right now. The potential to be the bigger star at the moment. I think currently he is the most or the most musty fighter in the UFC. I, yeah, sorry, Carl. And I think the only person who can outdo that is the winner of Masvidal versus Diaz. Yeah, I, th- I think that like Conor McGregor would be willing to be on the undercard of Adesanya. Adesanya fighting for a title, obviously. Poten- potentially so. Um, yeah, I, mean. I don't know if he'd be willing to, but I'm sure. Well, if you, for anyone. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't be willing to be the under the BMF belt. The interim no, one as well. Speaking interim. of the end of that interim BMF title going down, then like Poirier called him out and then McGregor was like, count my money or something. Um, any crack with that, no? Uh, I, don't know crack? I, I don't know why he's like looking to fight for the interim because like once he, if he wins an interim, he'd be like, this is the real one. That's the fake one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's mad. Who, who would you like to see Adesanya fight? I don't know. He is sort of like in his own little... You know what I think would be really entertaining? And I don't know who'd win. A catchweight fight at 180 pounds between Israel Adesanya and Khabib. A catchweight at 180? Yeah. Because Khabib is so dominant on the ground and Adesanya is so dominant on the field. Yeah, but Khabib is 155. Like, yeah, but I'd like to see Khabib come up and like Khabib. I feel like he's probably a bit too big for him. Because he is very big. Yeah, but Khabib's massive as well. Yeah, I don't know. And Khabib apparently used to like throw Luke Rock all around the gym. I don't know. I just think Adesanya is now going to just sit, sit in this now and just be like, right, where do I actually go from this to go up again? Because that's the thing I find mm. with fighters. If they're not really that hungry for a big fight, I mean, for a fight that's yeah. not up to their level, they tend to underperform. He did say he wanted to fight John Jones in like 2021. John Jones like, I'll be a heavyweight with them, pal. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's a bit of a strange thing to say. Is not fight you in two years. Yeah, you just wonder because he came from, uh, what was it, Muay Thai? Yeah. Uh, kickboxing yeah. kickboxing and Adesanya so it's going to be interesting to see if more people will cross over now as well uh, also we just wanted to mention we're going to be doing a competition this week we are yeah here Ross show the jerseys there and I'll carry on uh, we got sent these jerseys by Retro Kits uh, Ross ordered the white one to match his teeth and I ordered the green one to match my teeth and then uh, we're going to be com- doing competitions this week for the Ireland match we're going to be saying you have, you have to tag one friend and guess what minute a goal is goes in the back of the net and if no one scores in the first game we roll on to the Saturday That's or the like Tuesday extraordinarily straightforward isn't it yeah, that is extraordinarily straightforward but uh, so Adesanya fair play yes yeah, um, great win very impressive and shout out to Dan Hooker winning the co-main event we might as well just give him a little shout out yeah uh, so this he, weekend oh, he, he said he wanted to fight again in New, Zealand, in New Zealand yeah so this weekend we roll on UFC Florida, yeah. we had the return of Ioanni and Jacek versus Michelle, the Craddy Hottie Watterson. Yep. And then we also have in the co-main event, Cub Swanson versus Crown Gracie. Crown Gracie, yeah. Mackenzie Duran's on the card as well. Is Crown Gracie 1-0 or 2-0? Oh, you got me there. I think it's, 
He's only won once, hasn't he? Uh, well, I think he's won now in the UFC, isn't he? Yeah, in the like, UFC. That's, that's, oh, I think he's like three and zero in his career, but he's oh, like, grand. Yeah, yeah. But that, isn't that such like a steep opponent to give someone in their like second UFC fight? It's like here's Cub Swanson. It shows not many people respect Cub Swanson. Also, you know what? Actually, I, I read about in this for this fight, which is very interesting. Uh, none of the jujitsu skills will let Cub Swanson come in and train. They're like, you're fighting a Gracie. You can't train here against one. No way. It's not mad, isn't it? Like, I don't think there's any other sport in the world where, like, if you actually go up against a family member or someone, do you know what it is? They're it's, like, you can't come here. Yeah, it's the Gracie name, though. It's, it's yeah. Not, yeah, you know what I mean? They're like, they're like, shit, we don't want to be exiled. But I also think Kron Gracie is almost like the next Gracie, if that makes yeah. sense. And also, he's a bit of a badass. He's, um, he's mad for his keto, but he's also really good mates with the Diaz bros and Gilbert Melendez. What do they used to be called again when they're in a. Oh. Scrap pack. Scrap pack, yeah. But uh, So we may as well start there. Cole Swanson taking on Crown Gracie. I actually think Crown Gracie's going to win. I think it's going to hit the deck at some stage. And he's probably going to be able to submit him. Just more so because Cole Swanson's been submitted before. And if you've been submitted before and you're fighting Crown Gracie, you probably get submitted again. But it could easily be Swanson on the feet because he's good on the feet. But I'm going to say yeah. Gracie by submission. Okay, I'll I'll go with that. I'll I'll just I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Uh, but you're, in the main event, Joanna is taking on Michelle Watterson. Um, Ross, where where do we go from here? But do you think this is a number one contenders fight for the strawweight title? I actually think it is. Um, obviously, Joanna is former UFC strawweight champion. Um, Michelle Watterson's on a win streak and promotionally, like she's absolutely brilliant for the sport. Um, yeah. The only thing is, I think you have to fight Wee Lang abroad she can't seem to get an american visa for whatever reason so you probably have to go into her back garden and fight her which is no problem for the ufc because if you think about it she would came across an absolute superstar over there last time so you might as well keep her there um but but i really fancy yoni and jacek in this fight um for two reasons number one it's a five round fight and yoni and jacek has gone the distance more times than Michelle Watterson has. I know Michelle Watterson was an Adam Wade champion in Invicta, but there's just something about Yoani and Jacek that she's got a killer instinct. Yeah. And Michelle Watterson seems like almost too nice. Yeah. This is going to sound really weird now, but like, think about, okay, Michelle Watterson was obviously pregnant for nine months. Yeah. During that time, Yoana was still building her, honing her craft. You know what I mean? Like, true that, true that. And but also like, started younger as well. Like, Yeah, but also it's almost like a year and a half off by the time like you actually go back properly trying not yeah. to have a kid you know what I mean like, yeah. you don't just the kid pops out and you go right in the gym for jiu-jitsu on yeah. Monday you know what I mean yeah 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 so uh, yeah that's on this weekend uh, over the weekend oh no yeah yeah sure we mentioned as well uh, today Logan Paul versus KSI press conference is on it was on in uh, it was on in London uh, Ross had to say about this where Logan Paul like sort of cringing the house down and um, Jake Paul there's something wrong with Jake Paul he thinks he's a legend first of all like Logan Paul came out dressed as the Rock with the fanny pack, and he had some weird hat on. Then yeah, like a, like a paddy hat on. KSI came out with typical bandana, wearing a tracksuit, <laughs> and then True Jordy was on the like the moderator, even though Eddie Hearn was just sort of sitting there laughing. It actually annoyed me this because uh, I thought they got a little bit more professional in LA, and I thought they should have been more professional in the UK. To get people to take this fight seriously, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's been ta- taken as an absolute joke shop. Yeah. It's almost like he who screams loudest wins. Yeah. You see, um, a lot, like, they're both basically on 20 million subscribers on YouTube, but it's like KSI's following are a lot of people, like, have 
he's been doing the same thing for so long whereas Logan Paul used to be like a teeny bopper and now he's like trying to be an older person so you could tell by the views that like there was way more people tuned into KSI's one than there was Logan Paul's one because Sky Sports were also promoting it as well so yeah. on the three platforms KSI had way more people watching it oh definitely I'm not surprised um, the time zones could have been different as well but yeah but look KSI is YouTubely probably the more popular one at the moment yeah but in terms of this actual fight I, I, I think KSI isn't going to win um, as Shannon Briggs said Let's go, champ. But he also, <laughs> he, he, he said that a lot. But he he was basically saying that KSI's trainer has fought three times, I think, lost twice. And Chad Briggs used to be heavyweight champion in boxing. Yeah. And look, Logan Paul looks bigger. He looks better shape. He, he does. He's training six times a week. You know what I mean? And I also thought he won the last fight if I had to give it to someone. You know what I mean? So I think it's going to be in L.A., and he's probably going to win. Also, yeah. when Jake Paul was there with that other fellow, what's his name? Oh, your man, they were like, Gib. Gib? Yeah, Gib. I thought that was like almost like pathetic the way he came in. You know what I mean? Just the whole thing of it is so staged. It's almost like close to WWE than it is to yeah. actual boxing. Yeah, it's not like a man. They're not like men going on. They're more like kids. Yeah. They they're under are. 18s. They're, they're like spoiled children. They are and spoiled they're like. They're encouraged to be more spoiled. They are, yeah. Of Eddie Hearn doesn't mind. People are throwing shit on stage as well. Like here, these people need to relax. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Logan Paul and KSI are both going to laugh the way to the bank. And you, you know what else actually sort of annoys me, right? I really like True Jordy. I think like he's actually very good to watch, but like he's a hundred percent there to like boost his following. But like that's the only reason he's there. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he believes in this whatsoever. But he's like, this is great. I get more he, views. He knows this is a bit of, bit of history in the making. Yeah, but like he like he wants to be part of it, but like yeah. you can't really blame him, you know. No, no, not at all. Yeah, but um, yeah, if you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to give us a like. We're just gonna look over some quick stuff from the weekend. Uh, it was Bellator two two nine. Andre Korshkov was beat, defeated by Lorenz Larkin. Uh, Lorenz Larkin back in the win, win column. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where he goes from there. Uh, yeah. And I then Sai Watt lost lost against Gotti Yamaguchi. You say he fights every week. He does. Sad Watt. Yeah. Bellator's most active fighter. Yeah, uh, October the 12th, Bellator are back as well. They're in Italy. There's a... It's a Cara fighting. Yeah, there's Bellator. It's like a European series, so it's sort of like the Irish one, except there's a kickboxing night on as well. That could be interesting. Worth a watch for UK one fans. Yeah, Rafael Carvalho is taking on Vadim Nemkov. Oh, Nemkov. Oh, that's an light heavyweight bout, yeah. Um, Carvalho, he was who lost to Musassi uh, in yeah. London. We saw him. I think Nemkov's going to win because he's beaten Phil Davis before, and like that's impressive. All right, I'll just agree with that because I'm not too... Like, last time I saw Carvalho fight, he lost. And then uh, also this weekend, Cage Warriors, Cardiff is on as well. So oh, Cardiff, the Valleys. Cardiff. <laughs> Cardiff. But uh, that almost wraps up the show, Ross. Next week, make sure to tune in again because uh, it's going to be U- uh, UFC Boston. Excuse me. And, yeah, um, you have Chris Weidman, yeah. Dominic Reyes. Yeah, we might, do, we might do another show as well. Maybe the, the, the rugby, the rugby, do the rugby. Be on as well, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, Make sure to check out the competition we're doing this week. Um, yeah. Let us know what you think as well about Stylebender because he's uh, bending the styles. Yeah, and also who's they, they, bigger you, fan. Yeah, and you don't have to get Irish ones, by the way. There's like, uh, you can get English ones or Scottish ones, Welsh ones, football ones, whatever ones. Barcelona. Yeah. Whoever. Yeah. And you can enter from all over the world. I'm sure there's people from Australia checking out. But uh, Ross, that basically wraps up the show. Yeah. Uh, guys, thanks a million for watching. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Smash that subscribe button. And as always. Good day. Stay energized.